This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. And on the line now, I've got Waipar Deputy Mayor Liz Stolwit. Good morning, Liz. Morning, Gary. Now, things are in a bit of a strange state uh, at the moment. Uh, I'm looking to Cambridge from uh, Hamilton right now, and we are in different alert levels, um, which must be very strange for uh, workers um, who are having to travel between uh, districts. Yeah, oh, absolutely. You know, it, it probably came as quite a shock to us, I suppose, that uh, this was a scenario that could actually happen where we were, I guess, uh, yeah, quite quite disjointed from our city. Uh, there is one little saving grace, of course, and that is uh, we're on school holidays. So, you know, are there many people who live in Waipa whose uh, children do go to school at, at some of the Hamilton um, high schools? So at least we don't have that as another a, a problematic situation, but... Look, for those that are working, yeah, this is this is really interesting times. Uh, so, gosh, yeah, every situation is quite different. Um, I was with uh, people yesterday and uh, who live in Level 2, as I do, and uh, but their parents, and in fact my parents, live in Level 3 right now, uh, So, and they only live 10 minutes away. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, a really, it's a really interesting time, Gary. But, yeah, look, again, going back to those who are working, uh, you know, many of us do ex- need to access the city for work. Um, hopefully this is just a short-term, uh, very temporary situation. And uh, given I haven't seen any Hamilton specific cases yet, I'm really hoping that, uh, you know, we'll see a, a, a level change, um, hopefully in not too distant future. Has there had to be enforcement of people uh, coming into uh, the Waipa district from Hamilton? No, no. I think, uh, you know, this we are very much, well, the government is operating very much an honesty system here. Uh, so I don't see a huge volume of police out there trying to do any enforcement. Uh, but, I, but I guess this is something, you know, we've, we've seen this whole COVID situation pan out slowly over the last couple of years. And, uh, and what we all know is that if we break the rules and if we don't, you know, I guess, um, you know, play by the rule book, we could be super spreaders. And so, you know, I, I, I do believe that, yeah, most people are trying to do the right thing here. And if they are in level three, I've, I've no doubt that majority of people are actually pretty happy to stay put for now. Um, you know, this is just kind of one of those things where, yeah, we've seen it all around the world that it only takes one person and before you know it, you're way back, you know, down into, into, into some harder, harsher realities around, uh, you know, greater lockdown procedures. So this is, you know, this is a soft, um, you know, border control. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm really confident that uh, we can beat it. Right. So you're confident people are realising their responsibility and their power to prevent the virus from spreading if it is among us here in Hamilton. Yes, I mean, you know, no one ever thinks it's going to happen to you, but I think time and time again we've seen that. Um, you know, Auckland, of course, you know, is in just such um, a difficult and tricky situation where you know, we've been able to eliminate before, uh, but we just can't stamp it out. Um, and, and that border control, I think, has been really, really great. I mean, if not for that strict border there, it, no doubt in my mind we would have had it, you know, thoroughly spread throughout the country by now. Um, so we're, not, we, we're all very intelligent people, Gary, and we've seen what's happened there. Um, and, you know, and so you see the soft uh, border control 
between uh, you know the city and uh, I guess rural Waipa. But um, yeah, I think yeah, I'm really yeah, I'm really confident that this is uh, that you know people are, going, are doing the right thing. That's nice to look at it in an optimistic way like that because we're getting a bit. It's getting a bit heavy now, isn't it, how long this all is going on? I mean, I know it's been more significant in in Auckland for them having been um, in uh, lockdown level four for quite a few weeks, but um, uh, uh, there are so many narratives for us all to follow now and so many sources of information, And but just I think it's really nice and sobering just to think of that uh, personal responsibility that people are showing um, to the point where we don't have to have um, border control between uh, the Hamilton district and Waipa. That's right. And look, and I think the messaging, you know, from government has been very, very clear. Vaccinate, vaccinate, vaccinate. So, you know, we're doing that. You know, in fact, uh, yeah, I've got one more child to vaccinate um, because he is 12. Uh, and and so yeah, they are you know that that's just the situation we're in, and so you can we can only just encourage and, and we can see the the data now. People are getting vaccinated, and once we you know get to a point where enough of us are, then you know well hopefully we won't be faced with these lockdowns any longer. So yeah, I I, I really yeah I <laughs> I really hope for businesses because it's the, it's the local businesses who have really uh, you know had to play a hard, hard game here, um, including myself, actually, you know, I mean, I'm in the events industry, I've got zero events this side of Christmas, um, so, you know, it is just one of these things that we need to do, but, yeah, you have to look on the positive side, uh, we've been able to, you know, by and large, we've actually managed this very, very well, and, you know, we don't have our hospitals full of people who are, um, you know, obviously on, on ventilators and things like we've seen around the world. So, you know, we say, you know, you've got to be thankful for all the, for the healthy, you know, <laughs> when you have a, you know, when you have, when you're in this situation, you're just always going to be thankful. That's number one priority is keeping our people safe and healthy. So, um, yeah, that's kind of how I, how I see it at the moment. And I guess in the end, we can hope that um, in the worst case scenario, come Christmas time, we can just have a barbecue with our family in the backyard um, rather than down at the beach or whatever, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, that's right. And I think it was, it was really encouraging, uh, you know, I saw the report that uh, that came out from the, uh, you know, government that, hey, in terms of family gatherings for Auckland, you know, they are increasing outdoor gatherings to 10 people. Uh, you know, so that's a, that's, I think that's a, a really, a really positive thing. You know, that, that's the part that I think people find the hardest is just not being able to gather with their nearest and dearest. So, yeah, we're making progress, Gary. I really, I really believe that. Mm, yeah, so things are looking really positive. Um, otherwise, in Waipa, um, I've noticed a few, a few things going on there as well involving council. That's right. We've been well. We're busy with water reforms. Of course, <laughs> always, aren't, yeah. aren't we all? Oh. And and do any of us understand it really? <laughs> oh, oh, honestly. So look, we had a public meeting in Taumutu, uh on Monday of this week, and we have got a Cambridge public meeting uh, on Monday the eighteenth at seven thirty uh, p.m. So, look, the idea is, uh, yeah, we just want to make sure that, uh, you know, we, I guess, are engaging, you know, with all our ratepayers. We have sent our um, submission into local government, which is strongly suggesting that these water reforms aren't quite fit for purpose. 
uh, we're not happy with them as council. And uh, and I guess for sharing that with our ratepayers, there's no doubt, Gary, that um, our ratepayers feel the same way. Um, and, you know, as we do, that these reforms are, you know, are just, are just not quite. You know, they don't quite fit our district. You know, we've got some great infrastructure. Uh, we don't want to be seen uh, to be subsidising, I guess, other districts. Um, you know, in the sense that uh, we've had, you know, a lot of, um, I guess, in money, our rate has put a lot of money towards our water infrastructure. Other districts have not. So, you know, we don't want to be looking to subsidise other districts around that. Um, but we also don't want to let our assets go. Um, and the new entity kind of suggests that we won't have the same control that we have had before. So, you know, there's, there's lots of sticking points. Um, so we're just going out to our communities yeah, and just talking about what our submission uh, looks like. We've got copies of it, obviously. Um, that has yeah, been that have gone out very publicly now, and uh, and it outlines, I guess, the uh, you know the issues and the and the real concern that we have with it. That's really good to have that public consultation. Um, despite the current environment, to be able to keep on with that because. It is absolutely um, essential in a, in a case like this for those who do uh, understand or have an interest in the um, water reforms. That's right. Look, and it's up to central government now. All councils have provided their feedback. Uh, we now await, uh, you know, I guess uh, central government's reaction to all that feedback. But I'm, yeah, quite, um, yeah, I'm very sure that majority of councils have have voiced some serious concerns with the reforms. So we shall wait and see what that feedback is. There's always the concern, of course, that's out there that uh, central government will mandate this anyway. Um, but I, do, I doubt that uh, that local government, um, our mayors and councillors around the country, will take that option sitting down, let's just say. So let's just see how this uh, unravels over the next few weeks and months. Yeah, real drama. Well, I mean, it seems like there's updates every couple of weeks on what is happening um, with this. Yeah. Um, similarly in the yeah. in the Waikato district. That's right. That's right. So we shall we shall see. But hey, Gary, look on a light-hearted note. I had a conversation with someone the other day uh, around the Hamilton Airport, and of course, Hamilton Airport is open, uh, and uh, but it is not obviously open to those who are sitting in level three. Unless you're, you know, in, in, you know, in a level sort of uh, essential service kind of role. So, um, I, very tongue in cheek, I did suggest, um, you know, to a few people that the Hamilton Airport, very temporarily, uh, I guess, uh, be now called the Cambridge Airport, because we are Cambridge, of course, is the largest town in Waipa. And uh, I just thought, hey, actually, you know, Hamilton people can't access their airport, but Cambridge people can. Mm -hmm. So very temporarily, we should have a change of name. Now, what do you think about that? Well, I think that is quite cheeky, but it's also a good <laughs> idea um, because it could generate some much-needed publicity for the airport, you know. I mean, any, uh, you know, that could be um, really good. And also, uh, many people may not realise that the Hamilton Airport is actually in the Waipa district, so that's what we're talking that's here. Right. Is that when you're when you're um, uh, driving to Hamilton Airport, you're actually driving out of the Hamilton City Council um, precinct, and you're going into uh, Waipa District Council. So um, that's right. Yeah, and of course uh, the airport is uh, owned by five councils, isn't it? Five or so Waikato councils. Right. We, yes, that's right. Yeah, I mean Hamilton City does have a large shareholding but the smaller councils all have a shareholding as well. So we all claim 
the airport, but of course we're the only one that can claim that the airport is in fact in our district. So, um, and and of course, you know, inaccessible, inaccessible now to many Hamiltonians uh, who who can't access the airport because of the uh, the fact that it's on a different level. So yeah, no, I thought, hey, you know, why not? Why not take the opportunity, Gary? You know, yeah. let's rename it while we can. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds good. Fly from Cambridge to Wellington, you know. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, um, Waipa Deputy Mayor Liz Stolwick, for coming on the free breakfast. Nice to talk to you, Gary. Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com/slash Free FM eighty nine to find out more.